Yo, Steve, what's up, man? This is Robert Ory, and I got one thing to say. I'm sorry, Steve Nash. What is going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, are my podcasting partners, Daniel. What's going on, everyone? And still not Paul. Get better, buddy. But in Paul's stead this week, we have from the... He's on Fire podcast. Whoop, took me a second there. Coach Evan B. Coach Evan B. What's up, my man? What's going on, fellas? I'm glad you remembered my podcast. (laughs) I don't know. You know, you you hear me struggle week in and week out trying to, like, reference the Aussie Suns fans pod. Like, that's simple. Like, I look, I almost almost called you, like, I don't know what name. I'm going to stop. Welcome to the Suns Jam, Fanning the Flame, Hot on Fire Valley Oh, podcast. I love it. I love it. That's <laughs> correct. And welcome to this episode of Fanning Flames, the OG Phoenix Suns podcast that is made for the fans. That's you guys by the fans. That is us. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at so says Jay. Daniel? Uh, Dan Duarte one. And Coach Evan B, tell them where they can find you, your boys, your pod, whatever you want. At He's on Fire Podcast and at Coach Evan B, my personal one. Catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Playlists, YouTube, all of that fun stuff. And you can, of course, also catch the Bright Side of the Sun Podcast Network on all those platforms. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And I forgot to mention you can follow the pod uh, at Fan the Flames NBA which is now pretty much just Paul's burner account. So anybody that sees anything from that... Just assume it's Paul. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Pablo. (laughs) All right, boys. All right, boys. All right, boys. So, game one against the Dallas Mavericks in the books. It was a seven-point victory. Was that what it ended up being? Yeah, seven-point victory. Not even that close throughout the game as far as I'm concerned. I picked it to be a sweep. Daniel, I think you picked it to be a sweep. We're working our way there. But why don't we start off by just kind of throwing out some initial reactions to this first game. Uh, And I almost started just throwing mine out there already because I'm egotistical like that. But I stopped myself. Coach, why don't you tell us what you thought, what you saw? Did you get what you expected out of that first game of this this, uh, second round series? Uh, Yes and no. I picked it Suns and Five. You know, before every series, I'm not going to go out and officially say something. But you're going to see it in my Twitter uh, headline right there. And and I picked Suns and Five, a gentleman's sweep. I do respect the Mavericks' ability to shoot the three. And I think anybody that doesn't is absolutely insane because they can shoot it at a high clip. And I do believe that, unfortunately, that they are going to be able to go one game where they're going to hit something miraculous like 28 for 38 from three. Like, you know, teams just get Jesus. hot. It is what it is. You know, and that's one of the only ways you can beat the Suns because they're not going to rebound. They're not going to defend, but they will get hot from three. And, you know, you get the good vibes rolling, just as you say, Justin, like they can. And, you know, one guy hits a shot, two guys hit a shot, and all of a sudden they do. The thing that was the the very first thing that jumps out at me is that first, what, five to eight minutes when we were just rolling, Mm -hmm. just rolling. And we had our matchup zone going. Our rotations were there. They would try to drive into the paint, dish it outside to the corners, and our rotations were there picking it off. 
tipping the ball, doing all that fun stuff. And then we got completely out of that, which is what we typically do as sons. That's what we do. And then we save that for what the last five, six minutes of the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. And we didn't have to go back to that at all. We didn't have to show that again. And it's and no disrespect to Mavs and Mavs fans. I actually had a lot of great interactions with uh, some Mavericks fans, very unlike Pelicans fans, mind <laughs> you. Um, and so, so trying to keep it as respectful as I can right now until they want to ignite that fire. And then, you know, we can go at them as much as we can, but they're just not on our level. They just aren't facts are facts. Luca, you know, is arguably the best player on the court, sure, if you want to go there. But I also think that's kind of the Suns' game plan. So we did that matchup zone for a while. That was fun. That was easy for us, it seemed like. It, it seemed like, you know, we didn't even break a sweat when we were doing that. And then we started to play the in-the-line, up-the-line defense. So anybody that doesn't know what that is, you know, when you're passing the ball from top of the key to the corner, you know, there's a straight line where that ball goes, right? And so the defense is playing in that line, but up the line more towards the ball so that if the ball, you know, went over the person, we had enough time to recover over to the three, which is great for, for trying to cover the three as much as possible. But the very first thing that will always come to mind is that first six to eight minutes. And I wonder if the Suns will even bother to show that until they have to. Does that make sense? It, it, it does to me. It's like, why, why, why pull it out if, if you don't need to? If you can get the game rolling, develop a lead, and keep that in your back pocket, save some save some energy, uh, save the looks for the tape for the Mavs for for future rounds, whatever the case might be. I, I think it makes sense to do so. At the same time, I think maybe there's also a thought process of let's start with it again to to step on their throats again right off the bat, uh, kind of demoralize them, uh, and then you know, like you said, coach, they they. Moved away from it, and then the Mavs actually started to make it come back, make it into a game. Still in the first half, they cut it to four at one point, and then, like in a blink of an eye, all of a sudden it was back up to double digits because Chris Paul started doing Chris Paul things. Uh, but Dan, what about you, my man? What did you see? What did you see in the game? You see what you expected to see? Anything stick out to you, et cetera? Um, I yeah, actually, it's funny because I actually picked them in. I said Suns in six. Um, Mostly just going off of what happened, you know, last year's with the Pelicans. I'm like, I don't want to underestimate this team too. Um, so you know, kind of just went conservative there, Suns and six. And then I was watching the game last night, and I think it was like 18 to six at one point. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, it's gonna be a sweep." <laughs> um, that's just, dude. I mean, it's it's just a beautiful thing. I mean, I dude, there was what's his name, fucking Luca. No, the, <laughs> no, the fucking granola eating nerd from the ringer that used to be cool, but oh. pisses oh. me off now. Kevin oh, Kevin O'Connor. O'Connor. Um, I didn't realize you were o- talking outside of the game there. Okay. Sorry. Uh, no, like, like, like just like Kevin O'Connor today, like I heard like snippets of his podcast with Chris, Chris Vernon and he's just like, yeah, you know, I think the, the Mavericks, you know, they, they they know what that they can get you know from Luca and you know they're gonna get theirs and they're gonna win a game or two and I can I still can see this going seven and I'm like Jesus Christ dude like what are you what are you watching like I thought you're supposed to be smart at basketball like I I don't see any I mean they might win a game because like you said before we might get the Scott Foster game and we know NBA the NBA doesn't like sweep so we'll see 
Um, but they exceeded my expectations, man. I mean, the way, I mean, DeAndre Ayton, he's gonna, he could average 35 a game if he wanted, if, if he wanted to, and if they gave him the touches easily, cause nobody can guard him. And I felt like he got kind of loose with that there at the end yesterday, which is what made the, the game closer than it was. Cause he missed like four shots in that fourth quarter that were like kind of, they were kind of gimmies usually for him and he ended up missing them all. So. You know, he could he could have broke thirty, and you know, it, it wouldn't have even ever gotten that close to seven. But I was impressed, man. Um, I felt like it was more like that the first game against the Pelicans, except this time they kind of it was wire to wire. There was an, it, it really didn't get that close in the fourth quarter, um, like it may have seemed. It was kind of just a weird uh, get. You know, lackadaisical, and the other team just hit some threes, and it seems closer than it is. Yeah, they, they they started hitting some, and you know, okay, let, let let's let's talk about one of my favorite subjects in the NBA, and that's Luca, because you look at his stat line at the end of the night, and Luca certainly got his right. He had forty five points on fifteen of thirty shooting, four for eleven from deep. Of course, made his way to the free throw line there fourteen times. But if you look back at it, break it down a little bit more than just looking at the entire game, a lot of that came in the latter part of the fourth quarter when the Suns were already sitting on a double-digit lead. And like Dan said, points, by the way. Yeah, they, they were at 21, and then and then they started, yeah, they, they chipped away, chipped away, but a lot of that came when the game was well in hand already. So, I mean, Luca in the fourth uh, went, I think he was five for five and made both of his threes uh, and made one free throw. So there you've got 13 of his 45 points that came in that quarter when the game was already well in hand. And ultimately before that, what? That would put him at 10 for... 25 and two for nine from three point range going into that quarter. So it's not like he was exactly scoring at will and in an efficient manner throughout the game. He he managed to have a solid fourth quarter, which made his stats look better. But at the end of the day, if Luke is going to do that, when the Suns are up 21 points, all right, that's fine by me. Uh, and, and, and to the point too, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of alluding to, and that's, that's clearly what the Suns game plan was. It's, Luca's going to get his, let him, you know, they, they weren't, they weren't trapping him. They weren't running a whole lot. And they were, uh, Mikhail was on him. We had DA switching onto him. And then we saw Jay on him. Uh, he got a couple a of, a mis- little bit of Cam Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. And there are a couple of times when he got mismatches and got matched up with Chris Paul. But other than that, you know, the Suns were just running, you know, single defenders at him really. And, and doing a good job of it uh, throughout, throughout the game. So, and and in doing that, you see guys like, OK, who is the biggest concern that we had talked about last week, Dan, uh, going into the series? Maybe not concerned, but the guy who could make a difference for the team not named Luca. And I think we all pointed Jalen Brunson and he went six for 16 during the game and and certainly wasn't the the Jalen Brunson that that showed up there in that Mavs series or excuse me, the, the Jazz series. But you're also not playing a team that plays defense like the Jazz doesn't play defense like the jazz at all. <laughs> yeah. So. It's, it's, it's funny. Cause you know, going back to the Luca thing, um, I got to a point in the game where I'm like, I don't give a shit if he, if, if he averages 50 against us, yeah, just stop leaving, stop leaving the damn three point shooters open. Like, cause there was a point like when Kleba hit like, mm-hmm. f- like his first five threes or something stupid like that. Kleba's like, dude, this fire. is, this is dumb. Like why, why are we still, why aren't we staying home on shooters? Like just stop. Um, but that, that, that goes to say, I don't think, and we saw it last season with Jokic, right? Jokic had numbers wise, he had some crazy games against the Suns. Yeah. Um, you know, in that 
in, in that playoff round, but ultimately got swept because that's all they had, right? Michael Porter Jr. was getting hunt, hunted on deep on defense. So, I mean, it's like this heliocentric one-man show offense, it's doesn't, it doesn't quite work very well. I don't think it's going to work well here. Luke is going to put up stupid numbers and, you know, the national media is going to love it because, you know, any any chance to praise Luca. But at the end of the day, the Suns are going to walk away with the series win and move on to the Western Conference finals. I, I think I think that's something that we, we need not debate on on this podcast or perhaps on any Phoenix Suns podcast and perhaps on a lot of a lot of podcasts around the nation in general these days. But, uh, you know, one thing that that jumped out at me, too, in, in that game was and this is something uh, I talked about, I think it was when I was on the with the Aussie guys, um, and that's seeing kind of more in terms of minutes, a a, a, a regular season type situation. Uh, uh, allotment of minutes if you will only because i don't know that the suns need to go full playoff mode against this team just because the team doesn't match up with them at all and you look at the box score and you see chris paul playing 29 minutes 29 minutes dude 29 minutes i don't i actually don't remember when chris paul played 29 minutes in a regular season game okay maybe i'm being a little a little flip there but dude i love that i know chris paul fucking hated it but I loved it, and I didn't see. But it, was there like a little spat or anything between uh, CP and Monty on the sideline? Because I know they commented about it during the game afterwards. Um, but uh, I, I don't know if it was actually on the court or if it was just something they brought up uh, on their own. I don't know if you guys saw anything, but I, I, I didn't. But I know after the game, uh, Monty said that uh, he pulled Chris. I think he said in the in the second quarter, and there were some choice words there, and and CP was saying how. You know, it was no disrespect to coach and nothing about not trusting his teammates, but he just wants to play. And I, that's one of the things I love about CP. But then I also love that Monty's like, you know what? Campaign was doing – campaign had a fantastic second quarter. Uh, I mean, that was a campaign that, – that's what we need to see from campaign. We don't need the the, the campaign of round one, right? Um, so he was clicking, and I, I certainly had no qualms with with Monty leaving him in there maybe a little bit longer than he normally would and, and, and saving CP some minutes. And – if we can do a little bit more of that this series, I'm all for it. Um, and even look at other guys. I mean, Jay. Well, Jay had foul trouble and got 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 that little that little that little flagrant. You know what happens. Um, but he only played 28 minutes. Aiton only played 33. Uh, Mikhail, of course, played 42 because he was pretty much shadowing Luca when he would go in and out. But you know, ultimately, we didn't see these guys pushing hard minutes like we saw in that first series, which is certainly encouraging to me. Any any thoughts in that regard, gentlemen? I, I I definitely noticed that in the second quarter, the Mavs made a little bit of run there. I think we were up thirteen yeah. and then went only up to four, mm-hmm. and that's when Chris Paul came. And I want to say it was at the five minute or the six and a half minute mark. I think five and a half minute is really what it was because it was like, wow, where where's Chris Paul? He usually starts the yep. second quarter. Like like where is he? So that that was good to see. I knew campaign was close. I knew he was close all of last series. Like every time he would hit it off the glass, it just felt like it just got the wrong bounce or something. Like when campaign hits it off the glass and it goes in, that's when, you know, the guy is on and Mm -hmm. he was so close all last series. And I knew he was going to hit this series because Dallas doesn't play any defense. Right. So (laughs) I knew he was going to come on. It was nice to see Chris Paul get that. And, and just in regards to Luca, let's not remember some of those dumb fouls when he got trapped underneath the basket 
goes up with it. Mikhail doesn't even touch him. And oh, he like dude. he he lands with the ball and then throws it out. And they call a pa- they call a foul. Review it and, and call uphold it a the foul. That was mind boggling. Like, and and the thing that was most maddening about that was you can see in the replay, uh, Zach Zarba starting to point because he's going to call the travel. And the other ref whistles it first. I didn't even see that. Yeah, yeah, because he starts pointing down to Luca's foot landing. And my my only, my I guess I'm not in his head, but my suspicion is he's pointing at that because he's about to call it travel. And then, and then Josh Tiven comes in from the wing and calls the foul. And how that, how that was upheld on review is beyond me, but... That nothing else really. It's beyond me. It, that was mind-boggling because I don't know that Mikhail touched him. Like I don't know that he touched him. I yeah, mean, was there defense. was a play where Chris Paul, like you know, Luca was backing him down, which, which he did quite a bit. Luca backed down Chris Paul quite a bit, and I think Luca got the better of him there. I mean, yeah. six foot seven frame, just a bigger body. Like you know, what are you got gonna an, do? So, so what is Chris Paul? Bigger yeah, body is a very Chris nice Paul way do? of putting it. <laughs> there was a gentleman tried- sitting next to me who kept mentioning how Luca has fabulous titties. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know that that's true, but I also have no evidence to the contrary. So anyway, hey, those little, those flabby things. Absolutely. They're better than what I got. <laughs> <laughs> but so what is, what does Chris Paul do? I mean, Luca turns around for a shot and Chris Paul always swipes, right? He swipes, he swipes, he swipes. And then he got a foul one time. And Luca turns around and walks back, and he and he's like, and he's holding his finger like, oh, oh, he got my finger, and he's like shaking it. Oh man, that that really hurt. And then he doesn't do anything for the rest of the game. I mean, that's just, that's just Luca for you. I mean, I I don't know how anybody, legitimately, I don't know how anybody can watch Luca game in, game out, and say, wow, what a talent he is. I Thank don't you. get it. Oh, great. You can hit some step back threes like, what, 60% of the damn league? Oh, great. Good job. You're six foot seven playing against point guards who are six foot, six one, six two, whatever, and you're hitting step back threes. Cool. You're a good shooter. That's awesome, man. Everybody else is worried about the better shooters that are surrounded by you and they don't want to get beat and have to, you know, close down the defense so you know there's a wide open three good for you oh so you're gonna drive it in and pump fake 30 times so you can get a touch foul and one and then so you laugh and smirk at everybody i i don't understand it is he a good passer absolutely i will not take his passing and his and his vision away i will not take that away from him 100 percent. but his ticky tack fouls and his lack of defense is astounding to me. Absolutely astounding. And anybody that anoints him as, I don't even want to hear the great white hope or whatever the hell he's called, <laughs> as an all-star is a fucking joke. And you need to go back to basketball school because what he does is playground pretty boy shit. And I yeah. can't stand it. I can't stand it. I, I went on a little Luca rant. I think I got off topic. I don't uh-huh. even know what your question was, but can we I don't talk care. about I, I don't care what my question was. Like, I don't care what listen, my question was listen, anymore. Man. I, listen, I, I, hold on. We, hold on. Before you go, Dan, I, I need to I need to talk about this defensive comment that 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 Evan had. Did you you guys remember when Luca got switched on to book at one point? And book put him on skates and then Luca just fucking ACL? and then Luca just quit, dude. Like 
Booker Booker made him dance like, like a little bit, and then Luca's like, "Fuck this!" Nope. And Book just went around. Like I could like, almost see it. Like yeah. it was in front of me. I could almost see it in Luca's eyes. The moment he was like, "Nah, bro, so, not, I'm not fuck this. I'm I'm good." It, it, it's one of those freeze frames at the beginning of the movie where like that happens, and it goes. So I guess you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like, dude. Oh, and when I saw that switch, like. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good. And then it was great, <laughs> but it could have been so much better. But Luke, I, I mean, to his credit, that was probably a smart move because he was only going to get embarrassed a little bit more. So you might as well just be like, eh, I mean, take your two. I'm good. Jesus. But yeah, yeah, that that was that. I think that was a a microcosm of of Luca's entire defensive uh, game in general. But anyway, Daniel, I definitely interrupted. Yeah, I was gonna say something really funny, but the moment's kind of gone. So, I'm um, sorry. It's all right. Damn it, Justin. I, I, yeah, man. I, you know, everybody on here knows my feelings about Luca and the whole DA and Luca thing. And you know what? There are Suns fans out there, plenty of them that would rather that would trade not winning a championship for Luca playing on the Suns. And there's people there's <laughs> call, there's people the, call them on, out right now god damn on it call twitter i don't remember it was back when i had my other twitter account and <laughs> in, in a past life <laughs> i had it bookmarked and then you know all that shit goes away so um yeah man i don't enjoy his game um it is what it is right if this is going to be the mavericks for the next 10 years fucking sign me up right yeah right well dude and and and, and, and i mean just look at the, the Mavericks are stuck in NBA purgatory right now, right? Because they can't not have Luca be the centerpiece. They can't not have Luca. I don't think be on that team. But that that type of offense, that type of game plan, that type of approach just doesn't work when you you know the 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 heliocentric offense, the heliocentric team. It's just not going to work and. I always go back to you know the the, the whole Luca Da thing, and I would, look. I was a Da supporter. I was a I was a Da stan from when he was you know at our at a uh, uh, what is it Hill, oh, Hillcrest Prep? At, is that what it is? At uh, here here in here in Phoenix, um, and then at U of A as well. <laughs> you can give me it. There it is. Love it. Uh, hey, and, you went to San and you went to San Diego State, right? <laughs> yeah. No, UCSD. Because I'm half Filipino, remember? I went to that school. Um, but <laughs> I hate you. Uh, um, but I completely lost my train of thought now. I was talking about Luke. Oh, oh, oh. Um, if 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 the Suns go Luca in that draft, why why are we not just in that same position? I think we are because for people who I, I saw somebody on Twitter say, you know, it's funny. The Suns should be working towards their second championship had they drafted Luka. Yeah, you think this team is this team if they fucking draft Luka? Get the Luka fuck out of here. didn't play defense anywhere, so that's that's hot garbage. <laughs> so, okay, so re real quick, I went on uh, Mavericks Twitter spaces last night talk, talking about this, and I, and I just kind of wanted to gauge their opinion on things. And first of all, a lot of Mavericks fans are defeated. They think a 50-win team, get out of the first round, is, is a win for them. Anything else is playing with house money. They were actually, again, they were very respectful, like I, more so than Pelicans fans, as I've already said. And their whole thing, get this, they think that the answer to their problems, get ready for this, Dan, because you're about to flip out. I know you are. <laughs> they think the answer to their problems is trading for Rudy Gobert. I Holy shit you not. 
I Holy shit you not. Shit. It, it was the most incredible thing to listen to. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? You guys have just defeated him. And in the same style that the Clippers just did last year, you guys play five out. Why in the holy hell would you want to get Rudy Gobert? And, and, and can we talk about what Jason Kidd said about the Suns bigs in comparison to the Jazz bigs? I believe his is, comment yeah. was, they actually score the ball or something to that effect. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like is, I believe his exact words, like th- this isn't go buried white side. These guys can put the ball in the hoop. That's what, that's right, dude. He called them out by name. So I don't know that uh, the answer uh, as much as the Mavs fans might, might want it to be. And okay. Let me, let me, let me, as much as I'm positive, but this is actually positive vibes only because it's, it's in defense of the Suns. So I'm driving home from the game uh, last night, and I'm listening to Bloomer on the post game, and some douchebag Mavs troll calls in, right? And and his his whole his whole thing is, did you see Devin Booker at the end of the game? He was crying because got well, he got oh I got hit in the eye. He, well, okay, first of all, fuck you. Yeah, you get hit in the fucking <laughs> eye. You're gonna fucking complain about it. Shut your mouth. But the dude's like going on fucking Bloom. Bloom first they hang up on him. Bloom goes, okay, okay. First of all. First of all, let me let me just say if 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 that is is how you want to come into this, then 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 so be it. But your team is getting spanked right now. And if you think any of that's gonna change, <laughs> it's not. Then he took another call, and after that call was done, Bloom goes, Yo, I need to go back really quickly to this guy because and I think I, if I recall correctly, his name might have been Michael. Because I think he was Bloom was like, because you're besmirching my brother's name right now. I need I need to set a couple other things straight. I'm just sitting there fucking. Oh my like, god. I'm like slamming on my like my 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 car my car wheel. I'm like, let's go, Bloom, let's go. Um, but it was it was beautiful. So anyway, again, positive vibes only. So well, when those negative Nancy hey, Mavs fans bring that energy, we've got we've got everyone doing. Can you show us how you bang on, yeah, on the steering wheel again? Like this? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking fantastic. Great, it was more in front of me, so it was more like this. That looks um, a little awkward. This is really good for a really good for a really good for an audio podcast. I, I want to give you guys some more insight as to what some of the Mavericks fans were saying last night. They were, a lot of them were talking about, you know, Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie not being, you know, their normal selves. And, and they kept being like, but they got their shots. They got the shots they wanted. They, they just missed. They just missed. That's all they did. So we can get whatever we want at any time. And, you know, so, uh, Mavs and six, Mavs and seven or, or, or some Ooh. stuff like that. And I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, you guys just don't even know. And it goes back to my point at the very beginning of the show. Like, did you not see the first six to eight minutes and then see that we didn't do that the rest of the game? So I'm I'm coming off of my ledge, kind of like Dan a little bit, being like, I don't want to attack everybody that doesn't want to uh, see the game that's in front of them, right? I, I'm more intrigued how people see the game differently. And I'm I'm absolutely amazed that, People like <clears throat> Nick Wright and people on Twitter can go off and Reggie Reggie Miller. Let, 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 oh, we'll, save Reggie Miller. we'll save we'll save Reggie Miller for later. They can they have the balls to say something like, "Oh, Mavs shouldn't be worried. Uh, they only lost by seven, and they scored whatever points in the fourth quarter. Suns should be scared." I am intrigued at how they come up with these answers to these questions, like how. 
I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of getting lost on my own right. You you guys you guys yeah, see where I'm going? I, yeah, here? Like, I know. We're, I know we're watching the same game and we see completely different things, and it amazes me how they choose pick and choose what they want to talk oh, yeah. about and see. Yeah. Does that uh, make sense? I apologize. Oh, for no, 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 no. You're, you're good. Sense. That makes perfect sense. sense. Everybody's choosing a narrative, right? They're 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 going to try and defend their narrative any way they they can, and, and I'll. I'll I saw one, and I actually th- I think Evan, you you saw it too, because I think I saw it because you replied to them, and somebody was like, "I can't wait for oh, Dwight Powell to have Aiton and and Hell tomorrow." And I'm like, "What? what? Okay, okay, okay. It. See, 100%. that's a bad. That's that's and I'm really like, bad." I think pl- dude, I I think Dwight Powell played like nine minutes because Da kept like fucking smoking him in the first quarter. He was it sixteen, sixteen for the record. Their wow. starting center, starting center, played 16 minutes. Boy, that and, was and, you know. Hey, and but their answer was Maxi Kleber. He he played 16 minutes because he was so exhausted from putting Da in hell for that 16 minutes. I mean, Da was exhausted because he probably scored 20 on him in that 16 minutes. So, um, but here here I I I can I can maybe not give you the answer as to how these people come up with the thought process that they come up with, but I can give you maybe a, an example as to how, how you can see it happen across the board. And and if you just go and search my Twitter history for Josh Jackson, (laughs) people can talk themselves into anything. Okay. Because I, I believe, I believe, and, and actually, I think I said this last episode. I'm just, I'm just all about the, the, the self-deprecating de- uh, Josh Jackson takes here, but I think. Self-deprecating? My, <laughs> yeah, that might be the same thing too, right? It might be a little bit of both. Uh, in, in fact, yours might be more apropos when it comes to Josh Jackson, but I think my last tweet about him as he was in his son's uniform was, for those Suns fans who are losing faith in Josh Jackson, they're going to be really sorry next season. So, um, yeah, you can talk yourself into anything as a fan. That's what being a fan is about. I'm sure if I was in the Mavs situation, I'd be talking myself into into uh, somehow being able to beat the Suns too. But at the end of the day, just like I deep down knew, I'm sure that Josh Jackson just wasn't going to be it. I wasn't going to stop pushing it. And just like those Mavs fans deep down know exactly what's going to happen in this series, they're not going to admit it. Because you know what? First of all, if you're on Twitter spaces talking about the Mavs, you don't have like the kind of middle of the road. I'm just a, I I like, the, I love the Mavs, but I'm more of a kind of, I see both sides of the coin. Like you, you got to be a certain level of fandom to get I into Twitter spaces. I just want both teams to have right? fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm, I, you know, I'm really happy for Luca winning that first round series. Good for him. Dan loves it when people are happy for other teams' players oh, for their God, accomplishments. Dave. Oh, Dave King. Hey, Dave King. Can I just say though, one thing, one thing that I did see at that game uh, uh, the other day was Marquise Chris touching basketballs during warmups. He looked happy, so that that's good. He's getting close <laughs> to the action still. I kind of forgot he existed. I was Ooh. like, that dude looks like Mark. That's Marquise Chris, isn't it? Oh shit, he's on the Mavs, huh? Dude, he but, made he made he made first he made first team all rookie his rookie year with the Suns. 
Oh, yeah. If you want to go back to to Justin's fun son's Twitter history, I'm sure you'd find all sorts of gushing reviews about landing both Bender and Chris in that draft because what a masterful move that was. And, oh. and the son's front office erupting in cheers moments before the pick, right? Oh, my gosh, man. That's like I feel like I feel like that 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 era of my son's fandom was like that that girlfriend that was really good in bed but you and you kept kind of hoping would get better looking maybe grow into herself never did and then eventually you moved Jesus on to Christ. something much better is that a bad analogy i'm sorry Shit, I, I i was more thinking of like that high school girlfriend that you know you knew was cheating on you but you kept asking and she kept saying no but you oh. knew she was cheating and <laughs> that's a much better analogy like you knew oh, they were gonna better. suck you knew they were going to stuck, but you kept being like, oh, no, they're going to do this and they're going to do that. And they're going to add Jamal Crawford and, and Trevor Ariza and like, no, but she's still cheating on you. Yeah. yeah. Or, Trevor, you know, she's a, or Trevor she's a, Ariza, who somehow still has an NBA contract. Or she's a tomcat in bed and she's just a fucking crazy, terrible person. Oh, Zing. this is a good one, too. I feel like I had by far the worst analogy, and I, and, and I, I attribute I that so. to me being the old man of the group because I, I can't remember what dating was like, frankly, because that's more than half of my life ago in this juncture. So you, you were what never you on do? Tinder, were you? Oh no, dude! I was, I was, I was, I was well. I was married by the time Tinder became a thing. So no, that, I have never been on Tinder, that uh, is a good and I think thing that's and a bad probably really once. good. I think it's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume it's a good thing for me. Justin, Justin, <laughs> Justin goes back to AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, dude! Skate Punk XX, baby. Dude, I go back. Fuck, Farmers fuck Instant Messenger. Com, baby. I go. I go back to real AOL, like the actual version where you logged in and there were chat rooms and shit. It wasn't just Messenger. Yeah, that was. Yeah, weird. I was the I was the original PHX sports fan on there, baby. Dude, that's impressive right there. That's mm. impressive. See, see, mm. mine when when w- I was so young when I started doing that stuff that my my focus wasn't even. I actually probably was on sports, but I probably found the skate punk xx uh, uh, handle to be just a little bit edgy. Maybe I should change my Twitter handle to that. No more so <laughs> says Jay. And <laughs> and this is where every twenty year old and under just logged off of this podcast. I know, dude. Right? <laughs> they're like, they're like, what is this old guy talking? Dude, about? remember when you could buy like internet service, like at Best Buy off of a disc? Yeah, dude. You you guys to get the a uh, hundred free hours <laughs> of AOL on the disc that got e- mailed to you? Oh my god. One point oh, two point oh, three point oh. Come on, man! It never ended. Oh man, I was for sure. I was AOL 1.0. I was there, dude. The dial up when, when like, if my dad picked up the phone, like I'd be yeah. cut off. Like, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the the day that we got a second line in the house. Woo! Talk about talk about a big day in Justin's life. Oh, that that Jesus. was huge. I, I went I went right to broadband. Oh, dude. Justin, ju- college DSL, whatever it was. I got I got high speed internet for the first time my freshman year of college, and holy sh- Napster was fucking amazing, guys. And I had then all your the computer albums. Died, didn't it? Audio, oh, audio, <laughs> audio galaxy. So so dead, so dead. LimeWire, LimeWire, LimeWire. Oh, I got I got a funny story about putting night. something out on 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 one of those uh, on one of those services that I'll share with you guys off the air because. Uh, you know, it was it was it was the '90s slash 2000s. Things were a little edgier back then, if you will. Yeah. But yeah, that Suns game. But that Suns game, boys. Jesus. That Suns game. That was hey, you know what, Evan? 
well done, man. Because I think that was probably one of the longer rants slash tangents we've gone on on fanning the flames. So congratulations for being part of that. And that's saying something because Paul and I went, some, went on some some bangers back in the day. Mostly because we don't edit this out. Super drunk all the time. Ah, no, that's staying in. That's staying in. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk. Okay, so back to the Suns. Uh, hey, I, I, I got a question. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, go, yeah, ahead. go, 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 go. I, so, I mean, we honestly, I saw everything that I needed to see. I knew that this would happen. I knew it would. I know that this the Mavericks will get hot. Can we withstand it? Is it the Scott Foster game? You know, we, we can go into all that stuff. Nobody can stop DA, blah, blah, blah. We know all that stuff. So put yourself um, as a Mavericks fan or a Mavericks coach right now. Legitimately, what can the Mavericks do to counter what the Suns did to make this a series, to push this to a six games? Like, I'm I'm literally drawing a blank without them getting – stupid hot from three uh, i mean they don't defend they don't rebound yeah sure they can get 42 to 15 in free throws you know we've seen that before like what can they do to counter what we do and then i also want to get your guys's thoughts on tory craig again kind of being a, a no-show with three minutes and then please somebody remind me let's not forget to talk about the javel mcgee strip and and statue of liberty dunk that was beautiful. God, that was beautiful. Oh, Here, here's I, I, I'll give you, which is very rare for me, a short answer to your question. What what can the Mavs do? What can Mavs fans do? What can their coaches do? Pray. I pray. If 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 you believe in God, you pray because I think that's the only way that that they have any hope to to push this push this series and whatever that prayer may result in. The answer to that prayer is the only way it's going to happen. I, they, they just on, – on a basketball court, all things being equal, yeah, maybe they get hot one game. And, we, you know, we've, we've said that throughout the, throughout the season. You look back even into the regular season, the games that the Suns lost, typically they weren't shooting up to their standards. But on top of that, the other team had a night that was an anomaly from one, one perspective or another, and most often that's three-point shooting. So could the Mavs do that in this series? Absolutely. They could they could get they could catch fire like that for a game, like you said, have do something like ridiculous, like 28 for 38. But that would be an answered prayer to me. Uh, and and they're going to have to have a few of those. Uh, and that's the only way I see it going. So my short answer was none short at all. God, I suck at doing that. <laughs> Worst podcaster ever. Jesus. I'm serious. <laughs> I led with this will be a short answer. And then I went on for like, it's I go. Oh, that's short for me still Dan what about you buddy I mean I think it's they're gonna get that I'm gonna say it's gonna be game four they're probably gonna win um you know sun's up 3-0 kind of just they're looking looking ahead and um Mavericks sneak up on them shit I I I need to stop uh well not that I need to stop but you know (laughs) I'm over here like drinking and I'm like thinking about like this is oddly specific as well. The 2000 postseason when the Suns beat the Spurs in round one when Jason Kidd had a, had a broken ankle. Is that is that when he is that the same year he died? He bleached yeah. his hair too when he yeah. came back in the second round. Yeah, and uh, and Kevin Johnson came out of retirement to help them in the first round. Re- yeah, that was, rest in peace, Cliff Robinson. Yeah, rest in peace, Cliff Robinson. Oh man. Um, 
But I, I think back to that, and the reason why is we were down 3 nothing to the Spurs, or not to the Spurs, to the Lakers in the next round. And I remember going to the game with my dad, and it was like one of the best times I've ever had at a game because I've never, I had never heard my dad like cheer out loud before, and it was hilarious. Because, um, you know, he's very, you know, old school Mexican, straight face, like doesn't show a ton of emotion type, type guy. Did um, he chant? Did he chant? Dude, don't fucking get me <laughs> Do not get me started before I start lighting people on fire, <laughs> please. Um, but anyway, uh, I remember that because I remember we were down, we were down three nothing, and we went to game four, and we did, it was just one of those games where like everything was just everything was, you know, went perfectly. Even like a buzzer beater by Jay Kid from like half court, like at the end of the first I quarter. Remember, holy shit, good, um, good call, Dan. Yeah, it's stuff like that, right? All these little things happen, and I remember coming out of that game, and I'm like, shit, we're gonna come back, we're gonna win the series, and then they probably lost in five. Um, so I, I, I think that's exactly what's gonna happen here to the Mavericks. I mean, they're, I mean, hey, Mavericks fans, hey, at least you guys have Luca, right? Hey, because everybody, you know, that guy on Twitter that was like, you know what, the Suns. Don't get enough shit for not for for drafting DeAndre Ayton over Luca, and that needs to stop. We need to, we need to have a conversation about that. Well, we need to converse, have a conversation about how you, how you guys are gonna get swept. So you <laughs> know, have a conversation. That sounds like a fantastic conversation. No, but but seriously, Evan, I'm like I I'm I'm with you, man. Like I I'm I'm looking right now at you know the roster, looking at kind of the minutes they're running last. Like, I what are, what are you gonna do? Throw Bob Bob in there and, and hope it works? I. I'm, <laughs> I mean, at least that'd be fun. Like he, he's fun to watch. Uh, maybe, maybe Mark Marquis Chris revenge game coming up. I mean, they got the obviously the guys that they've run out there didn't do it. There's no reason. There's no logical reason to think that they will do it for any extended period against the Suns. So it it, it has to be something outside the box. But I have no idea what that is because outside the box doesn't look any better. Uh, there's no super sub coming in here for them. I. I, yeah, I, I just I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, 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 exactly. It's just the this is so reminiscent of the seven seven seconds or less Phoenix Suns with without an Amari Stoudemire, without a finisher. You know what I mean? Where you just you knew a pick and roll was coming. You knew it was going into the paint and it was either going to be a finish or a pop out for a three. Right. Super easy to stop. I mean, Suns fans, we know this. And so when we see it now, it's like, oh, I know what this is. <laughs> you know what I mean? I- I've this seen looks this like that, but not before. as good. <laughs> exactly. This is, this is this like is the 17th Batman movie. And we, we know what happens to Bruce Wayne, damn it. You know, <laughs> this, so, this is that terrible sequel. OK, I got it. it. Exactly. And and again, I'm not taking away anything from what, what Mavericks fans or anything like that. Again been very respectful i i just hate the mavericks do you guys have the same sentiment oh yeah is that come is that coming back from from dirk and all them back then i truly with a passion hate the mavericks okay i don't know why but i always have i i i i'm gonna have to say and this is odd coming from me because as much as i try to maintain a positive outlook on things i i certainly don't maintain that positive outlook towards other teams although i try to <laughs> I've, I've been trying to keep to myself but i i i i won't wouldn't say i hate the mavericks now 
my feelings towards the Mavericks have become much more negative since they got Luca. I will say that much. But well, a okay, my my wife's from Dallas, so I have fi- family. I've been out there. I lived out there for a summer, what have you. I always liked Dirk as a player. Uh, we we can't forget yeah. that. But for the Mavericks, we wouldn't have gotten Steve Nash back. So thanks for that, Mark well, Cuban. Okay. And oh, okay, but what? Okay, but before before you even go there, what nope. about the fact they won a championship with Jason Kidd, who we had to trade because of the uh, or I forget I forget what his wife's name. The stuff that happened here, they won it with Sean Marion. Look, you do Kidd. not you do Jemana not take Kidd. his French fries, okay? <laughs> you you won it with him with with Sean Marion, who you know should have won it in Phoenix. And then just just how everything just kind of went down with that. And we beat the Mavericks in the playoffs quite a few times during that mm-hmm. that that span. And then everybody wanted to anoint Dirk when he won the MVP, rightfully so. But then they get beat by the We Believe Warriors back then. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We were on the same exact trajectory, except they had an owner with deep pockets and then, you know, got Tyson Chandler, got Deshaun Stevenson, got a handful of players that helped them put him over the threshold and then beat LeBron in the heat. And they won. So, yeah, I'm a little petty with that. But and then Luca comes along and I just I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And for the record, as an Arizona State fan and a true hater of the team down south, no, no offense and all of the offense to everybody, <laughs> I, want, I, I wanted Aiton over Doncic. I wanted DeAndre Aiton. I was able to put my fandom to his side and want him. And so to hear all the stuff about Aiton or Luka, like, okay, yeah, apples to apples. If you're going to play one-on-one, who's going to win? Probably Luka. But that's that's not how the game works, y'all. Right. That's not how it works. And so to hear all this stuff about Luca versus Aiton and everybody's going to choose Luca and you know Luca's that guy and DeAndre and Book aren't that guy like I I loathe them I I hate them I hate them I hate them and because they have deep pockets and that just pisses me off and you know one thing I'll I'll say too about them and I think one reason why I I perhaps don't have as as much ill will towards the Mavs at least historically um is because of Mark Cuban because I fucking love Mark Cuban dude I and here's what I I love I loved Mark Cuban, like new owner, Mark Cuban yelling at refs, like, cause if anything, because if I owned an NBA team, that would be me until the NBA was like, bro, seriously, he was on entourage and all that stuff. Yeah, dude. I, I'd be like, I, yeah. I, I'd even, I might even pull like a foam finger Sarver type move. Remember who he did back in the playoffs? I think it was back in the day. Um, I, I would all be, I would absolutely be that, that visible geriatric owner oh and 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 only because geriatric why not uh only only because of my fandom not because i necessarily because of my you know egotisticalness maybe that comes into it i don't know but but because if i if i own a team you you're goddamn right i'm sitting in the front row and you're goddamn right i'm yelling at those refs if they're doing it wrong and you're goddamn right. I'll probably get the Mark Cuban treatment and get slowly ushered into a corner by the NBA. But for him going out and doing that, I will forever appreciate. So, but, 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 fuck the Mavs, Suns. It. I, 
The Suns will win in four because I, I understand we're not supposed to say that phrase anymore is is, is what do, I've learned. Do you remember when uh, on April Fool's one year, Mark Cuban got out, started fighting with an official on the floor? Yeah, that was an April Fool's joke. That was awesome. I, dude, I don't remember that. How do I not dude, remember don't? that? You know why? Because I'm old and I for, forget what I did this morning. Mm. Hey, I tell you, once you turn 40, you can just say you're old and use that as an excuse. That's right. That's like what's allowed. That's yeah. There you go. I'll let you know um, when I get there. So, I'll be dead, so. <laughs> Jesus. God, yeah. it'd be really so, sad if so, I was. That, that really would be. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now. Fanning the Flames, Dan's 40th birthday. Be like, Justin's actually dead. This is sad. Dude, I'll probably be sleeping. Dan, God, Dan will be just talking to himself. I'm not 12, dude. Jeez. So, a, a few more <laughs> anyway. interesting things. Cam Johnson. More interesting Cam Johnson than this? Again. Oh, dude, I love that kid. Cam Johnson's Cam Johnson again. Tory Craig plays three minutes and does absolutely nothing. And Landry Shamit, who I thought was actually going to be a big part of this series, plays nine minutes. You know, Tory, Tory, to his credit, the one shot he took looked like it was going in. Agreed. But that's all that that's all the positive vibes I have there. Um <laughs> I'm with you on Landry. Landry, like playing nine minutes was was you know, I mean, I, I would I would have thought he would have gotten more time, but but at the end of the day, I you know I'm looking at the minutes, and it's funny because we talk about how some of the guys didn't play as high of minutes, but I guess you got Cam got 24, which isn't really even that high. Um, yeah, Tori and Landry playing those kind of those limited minutes, limited minutes is interesting, but at the same time, if you look at it, and you see how Cam was playing. Him filling in some of those minutes off the bench. We we talked about you know campaign playing well. I I don't recall if or how much time there was where 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 campaign and and CP were on the floor together. I don't know if they did that at all yesterday. Um, but you know Javale p- p- provided some solid minutes. So yeah, I, I would maybe expect a little bit more minutes out of those guys. But at the end of the day, if if it's not necessary, and certainly didn't appear to be last night, then you know because I guess it is what it is. But I, I like to think that both with Landry and Tory, we'll get one of those games from those guys where where they kind of put in a little bit more than you would have expected. Yeah. That's kind of where they where where they add that value. If you have these kind of throwaway games where they're lodging a few but aren't really making much of an impact, you know, we, if we're winning them, then then so be it. It is what it is. Yeah. Facts. What do you think, Dan? I was going to ask, but I'm like, I'll just see if Dan looks up at all at this point. Uh, sorry. That's you weren't nice. listening, huh? He, he no, was, I was okay. planning Mother's Day. He's no, planning Mother's Day. Are you booking a flight to Dallas for me? Is that what you're doing? No, 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 don't. No, I actually it. looked into going with you. Hey, if I would have won that, dude, I had, so, hey, Evan, I had a, I had a same game. I, I, so I wasn't expecting to go to the Suns game last night. Luckily, I, I had a I had a same game parlay that paid for my ticket, so that was nice. But I had another same game parlay that, while it might sound like it was far from hitting, seemed so oh so close. I needed what did I say, Dan? Another steal from Mikhail, another block from Da, one more three from Jay. I think you just needed a, a three from Jay and a, and a, a block block by Da. Okay, yeah. for for a, a same game parlay would have paid out. Fifty six hundred bucks. I would have. We would all have been going to fucking game four then. Well, not all. You know, eh, within reason. You know, 
I'll buy the tickets. You buy your flights. We'll do that. Um, but but it did not hit. So it, it, it's 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 a moot point. But anyway, you were saying, Dan, before I interrupted, I think you were saying something where, you know, no, it's funny because like I was actually just thinking about about Evan saying, you know, how he hates the Mavericks. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, I can think of a of something petty to hate every single other fucking NBA team. for. Ooh, this sounds like a fun game. I really can. Like Oklahoma, just, Oklahoma City Thunder. Dude, they were the Oklahoma City Thunder. They got they had Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook at one point and went to the finals once. And, and for some Serge fucking Ibaka reason, Stephen Adams. For some reason whenever they play the Suns, we either lose or like they have to play us hard. Like we can never just yeah. have a normal just blowout game. So fuck them. Orlando Magic. <laughs> Oh, dude, Orlando Magic, don't get me started, dude. <laughs> That's my East Coast team. What are you talking about? Fuck them, dude. Remember I'm Mo just trying Bamba? to think of, like, the least the least controversial teams out there who are just, no, like, irrelevant. Charlotte fans, Bobcats. They're fans. <laughs> they don't exist anymore. They're fucking fans, dude. So fuck dude. them. <laughs> they're, no, no, dude. The Magic fans, remember when it was when, uh, when D.A. got drafted and they were all like, oh, Mo Bamba's better? And I'm like, no, he's not. And then they were talking arrogant and talking shit. So First of all, there are no Magic fans. What are you talking about? There's seven of them, and I know one of them. <laughs> and they were very obnoxious about it. <laughs> okay, Dan, I feel like we we now have to, like, every ga- every every episode, I'm we, we need to throw out. And That's I'm going to do it randomly. Man. Yeah, yeah. But, see, I feel like I need it randomly so he doesn't, like, plan ahead. Yeah, okay, you're not going to plan ahead, I know. Um... I love that, Dan. I mean, that's so perfect. I believe we call that on brand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, so man. okay. Should we? Should we? I mean, we kind of did when we talk. When, when you asked Evan what what this team can, what the Mavs can do to kind of combat the Suns in this series, but should we talk about Game Two? Or hey, should we just talk about Game Three, which somebody's going to be at out of this group Hey-o. at least. So, hey, if there are any Suns fans that listen to this podcast in Dallas, look out for Evan and make sure he's well protected at that game. Not that we're really worried about Mavs fans because yeah, they're respectful. But also buy him a beer. And buy him a beer, of course. Absolutely. If it's if it's cheaper than $13, I don't want it. Oh, wow. Don't worry. I don't think that'll be a problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I was like, oh, wowing about him. I'm like, oh, wow, $13 beer at a game. That sounds nice. That's right? on that sounds brand. cheap. Yeah, that is the for sure on brand. So, well, let's 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 chat a little about game two because this will presumably be up before game two starts. I don't know. I I I'm not quick with this stuff, but it should be. What are you guys expecting to see out of game two? Much of the same from game one, or do you expect maybe a little bit of a different uh, outcome? Maybe not outcome, but a, a different type of game being played by the Mavs. Will it be more competitive, less competitive? Because I mean. We haven't even talked about like book book last night, right? What nineteen in the minutes, first half? The Thirty-eight minutes, nineteen in the first half. But his second half, until I don't think he scored in the second half until he shot free throws in the fourth, when the game was getting closed out. Right. It was he was on triple double watch for he was he for sure half. was. Dude, he had Canada. What, what twenty three eight nine or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had, I, I want to say in the first quarter, he had, I want to say, four rebounds and three or four assists already. So I saw that early on. Yeah, the triple-double watch. But, 
my point being, you know, we look at that game. We, we've been talking about how it, it, it really felt in hand all the time. Obviously, we had that 21-point lead, and Book didn't even play like a Book game. He played a Book half, I'd say, in the first half. Second half, he wasn't as effective, and that's not obviously a knock on Book because the team was doing just perfectly fine. But right. again, point being, the Mavs are out there being like, well, Luka can get his, Luka did blah, blah, blah. And we've got our guy not even playing a good game by his standards and us right. still winning comfortably. So, yeah. again, I back mean, to the question, are we going to see much of the same or are we going to see anything different game I, two? I don't – I mean, I, I think – I mean, like you said, Devin Booker didn't even have a Devin Booker game and Chris Paul had three assists, dude. Yeah. Think about that. That's yeah. – I mean, I bet you if there was an alternate spread on uh, – or an alternate spread, an alternate assist total for uh, Chris Paul and – you can get down to three, three and a half. Like he probably gets a pretty good odds on that. <laughs> oh, so, you mean like for him to not? Yeah, like under, he took the he under on under. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah. Because I, I mean, mean if you look at if you look at the the same game parlay odds for him, if you're going that low in assists, they're either not available or it's like minus eight thousand. No, dude. Like so. if you want like ten assists, it's like minus four hundred. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I mean, they, he didn't have a, a great game. You know, it just it, I don't see. I, I think game two is going to be much of the same, maybe even a little bit more dominant. Because I mean, Luca played what forty four minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad he was out there in garbage time to you know get his points total up. But yeah, dude, it's going to affect him in game two. Stats. Do you hey. think Luca's balls are okay? Uh, first hey, question: get, Does Luca have the necessary equipment for that to be injured? <laughs> that's debatable. That, debatable. That, that I agree. Boy, shit that he pulls is debatable. Very debatable. Very debatable. Um, but go a little easy on him. I mean, again, it looked like he hurt his pinky finger when Chris Paul tried to swipe <laughs> at him. He, he. It looked like when he he stepped wrong, he hurt his whole hip. And his hip came out of place completely. So you guys really Separated need to go hip. easy it's on tough. that guy. Yeah. Good God, yeah. Lord you, you, I mean, I saw he... I saw him pop. What a back warrior for finishing the game! Come on. Yeah. And the rest, Wait, I can't Reggie believe I can't believe how 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 cruelly they treated him throughout. I mean, did you see them let the Suns play defense? Oh, <laughs> fucking terrible. Yeah, I think... Justin, I, I think you commented on, on one of my posts or something, or, or maybe it's a different one, but literally there was Mavericks fans being like, they're not even calling anything on Doncic, and he's getting mauled. It's <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, mauled? That's what we're choosing to describe this? Okay, you're just mad that we're actually playing defense. No, but get, get back to your question. I think I think legitimately we would be foolish to think that they're not going to make any type of adjustments. Sure, they have I, to. I, right. So if we go back and we play a matchup zone, like you stated, Justin, like at the beginning, just stomp on their throats beginning. If it, if we come out in a matchup zone, I think we will stomp on their throats again. I debate whether Monty will do that or not. I'm curious to see if he does. I almost want to say, like, no, he won't, because that's, like, the ultimate trump card that we have, right? Like, yep. mm -hmm. whatever you want to do, boom, here's your matchup zone. Have fun. So I tend to think that's not going to happen and that they're going to be able to maybe light it up a little bit early. And I could actually see a reality where they might be up by two, three, four, five points, something like that at the half. Mm. I still think we might we we could probably win by 15, 16 points at the end of the day because it's a four quarter game and not two. 
but we would be foolish to think that they are not going to make any adjustments. But I, whatever adjustments that they make, I don't see them being enough to outlast us. I really don't, unless they do shoot some 30 for 32 mm-hmm. from three. And, and, that, and that's it. Even if they shoot 53s and we have four, yeah. we still win. We dominated them on the boards. We dominated them on assists. Uh, in almost every statistical category that matters. That's just my two cents. So, I mean, but the more I think I know, the more I know I don't know. So, shit. Well, and, and you know, if if the Suns come out and don't don't put that matchup zone out there and, and it plays out like you're saying, Evan, and there's even the Mavs having a lead at halftime and the Suns come back and still end up with a, a, a comfortable win, Think about how demoralizing that would be to the Mavs, too. And, and and okay, look, these guys are professionals. This is what they do for a living. But at the end of the day, I've said this before on the pod, they're, they're, they're human beings, right? And I feel like if you go in, you start having some good good feelings at halftime, then you come out and just get steamrolled. A little, little tough to come up from, from, from taking that punch, but... However, however, the Suns end up winning. That's 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 all that matters, as far as I'm concerned. Of course, of course. I mean, well, we do know Scott Foster won't be there tomorrow because he refereed uh, the Golden State game tonight, which apparently there's some controversy there. Oh well, my so. god, dude! That you was don't like, say. It was like an oddly violent game to start. Like the announcers, like this has been an odd game. I'm like, dude, odd. I mean, like within within like a minute, you had. Uh, uh, Blanking on his name, uh, Gary Payton. Dylan Brooks. Uh, yeah, get, get just absolutely taken out by Dylan Brooks. Oh, yeah, Dylan Brooks gets broke, a flagrant too. Broke, broke his, his elbow. elbow. Yeah, that was very Grayson esque, as I as I said to I think I, uh, somebody on Twitter. I only saw it once. It didn't look like Dylan Brooks really. Like I think it was just the angle he took on him, but it didn't look like he was. He didn't get him like flush. It was really weird. Oh, maybe I got to go back and look. Oh, he at got it. him pretty flush. Like he wound up and swung for ostensibly the ball, but hit him in the head with like his kind of bicep area, which huh. would suggest he was really nowhere near the ball since you know the ball was above the guy's head. Um, <laughs> but the fall was pretty gnarly, and and, and frankly, like. A broken elbow sounds really bad, but that that looked like it could have been a lot worse. You know what I mean? Like, like serious injury, back, whatever it might be, because he braced himself, and I think that's how he ended up hurting himself. But then, shortly thereafter, I can't remember who it was. For, uh, who? Oh, I can picture him in my head. Uh, another Michigan State guy uh, on the Mavs, Tremont not Green. Mavs uh, on on uh, the Grizzlies, not not. Jaron Jackson, uh, Jaron Jackson, the other dude that went to Michigan State. Uh, but anyway, uh, it'll come to Tillman. Me. But yeah, yeah, Tillman. Tillman. No, Tillman, but, uh... Tillman. Yeah, it was Tillman. This was more of a, and this was it wasn't a I, they, it wasn't even called on the floor and it was clearly inverted. But he got Draymond pretty good. Uh, Draymond was oh, bleeding yeah. in the eye. Yeah, but Draymond came back. But that all happened with like a minute of each other. And yeah, dude, did Dray- you guys hear? Draymond looked like sloth for the rest oh, of the dude. game. That was so gross. Like, I'm like, I thought his eyeball was like going to pop out of his head or something. It was just gnarly looking. But uh, I don't know if you guys heard Steve Kerr's uh, interview after the first quarter, but the uh, the guy from TNT or whatever was on asks him, you know, you, you mentioned after the first game 
that you expected the Grizzlies to to play more physical? Is just the physicality you were expecting? And Steve Kerr straight up goes, that wasn't physical. That was dirty. And I was like, oh, okay, let's go. I'm sure you have that same conversation with Draymond every day. Right? Too, like, hello, see. kettle, meat, pot. Like, what the fuck? And to be fair, it was super dirty, I think. But, right. but, but it's kind of ironic, huh? You know, yeah. that, that'd be like that, that, Paul complaining about the rip through move or, or <laughs> Re- Reggie Miller complaining about guys kicking their legs out on a three. Oh, dude. Wasn't that hilarious yesterday? Like Jesus. He's <laughs> like, I don't know. Was that intentional? Motherfucker. You made a career off doing that shit. You taught yeah. him how to do that. Yeah. The, the last two games that I've gone to have been Reggie Miller games. Dude, he's and so bad. The, the, the Twitter feed is just constantly like, if not talking about the actual events of the game, are talking about Reggie Miller. And to prove, to, to, to support the disdain that people have for Reggie Miller, I was at one of the games I was at, he walked by and I was like, Reggie, what's up, Reggie? Didn't even like, not even like a look, a wave, like a nod. No, nothing. You know what? Robert Sarver gave me a thumbs up. Reggie Miller, nothing. So. Does that mean Red, Robert Sarver's a better person than Red, Reggie Miller? Uh, maybe it's possible, but you know what I want to do? I want to do a little social oh, shit. Experiment. I'm gonna get. I, I hope nobody I, hears me hears that because I'll probably get fucking lit. I want to. I want to lock. I want to lock um, as like a social experiment. I want to lock Reggie Miller and Doris Burke in like a hangar <laughs> and just see what happens. It'll, it'll nine months later, a bunch of really annoying kids will pop out. That's what'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, on that note, any other thoughts or anything else you guys want to cover on this episode? <laughs> I mean, we've been through the advent and development of the internet. We've talked about the potential love children of Reggie Miller and Doris Burke. Um, I've come up with terrible analogy after terrible analogy. It's been a really, real, real and, fireworks-filled episode, but anything and, else and, for us? And we learned there is a reason why Dan hates every single other NBA team that is not the Suns. Well, we Very covered today. We, co- we covered the magic and the Oklahoma City Thunder today. That, that's we right. Did. Next episode, we're going to talk about the Pacers and the Kings. <laughs> those are those are two good ones. Those, those are, are two, those are so two very great good ones. ones. Yeah, but but I, you got to tune they, in next week. Yeah, it's true. I just feel bad for the Kings. Just poor. I don't poor fuck them. I mean, but we're gonna re- we're gonna understand still. why Dan says fuck him next week, right? Next next Tuesday night. What a what a, what a tease! What a tease! I love it! I love it! I love it! So, all right, boys. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Any final thoughts before we before we close out this episode of Fan in the Flames, gentlemen? How about you, Evan? Uh, man, I honestly believe that this uh this series between the Warriors and the Grizzlies could potentially be the best in in the whole playoffs. Doesn't mean that either team is going to win the the championship. I just think it could be the best. I'm shocked at how Giannis got shut down in the first half of this game against Boston mm-hmm. and how Boston came back. And let's see if the Sixers can do absolutely anything without Embiid as we watch the absolute free fall of James Harden, which I enjoy. Again, coming from a Sun Devils fan. So, so it, it proves I can be not biased. And I can appreciate that. Because I mean, somebody has all, to do it. Because I'm always, I'm, I'm. I mean, I mean, he, to be fair, he was only biased. there like three months. So, was he really and it was a like Sun a completely Devil? different person? He, it was like a little baby beard at the time. 
he was there for two seasons. He didn't have a beard. <laughs> he didn't have a beard he at all. He played defense. They they played matchup zone the whole time under Herb Sundeck, and they actually played defense. And, Herb Sundeck. And Jeff Pendergraft was a beast. I mean, uh, Jeff Ayers, excuse me, he changed his name. He was a beast at that point. What? And I forgot he was like about 17, that. Why did he change years his old. name? Good question. Good Wait, I question. thought, it, wasn't it a religious thing? Although Ayers I, I, isn't exactly I, like that. Uh, Ayers? Jeff Pendergraft no. to Jeff Ayers. Yeah, true story. It's not, it's not Cassius Clay to fucking Muhammad Ali, Justin. <laughs> did you maybe, say Cassius or Cactus? Cactus Clay. <laughs> That's what we, we call him out here in Arizona is Cactus Clay. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. Dan, any, any – Oh, oh, and, that? and oh, go, if, go, if go. there are any Dallas uh, or Suns fans in Dallas, uh, hit me up on Twitter or DM me at Coach Evan B or at He's on Fire Pod. Uh, let me know. Let's at, let's at least get some selfies or, or get some drinks at halftime or afterwards and, and go Suns. Oh, I love it. And and you Buy know they'll beer. be there. You know they'll be there. Buy the man a beer. Absolutely. Um, and and really quickly, too, to your point, Evan, about this Grizz Warrior series. And I'm I'm with you. And the funny thing, too, is like after game one, I'm like, oh yeah, the Grizz, no way. Like the Warriors are gonna take this. And then I watch tonight, I'm like, mm, okay, okay. And I'm sure after the next game, maybe I'll be switching again. But I think that kind of goes right to your point. You know, that's that's why it's going to be such a great series. We're gonna see that ebb and flow. Um, and I, I also love the fact that not that people are being dirty or cheap, but that there's a physical series going on over there that very well could stretch itself out six, seven games. I'm, in fact, I'd be shocked if it didn't at this juncture, um, yeah. which only plays in the sun's hands, particularly if we can, you know, clean up the Mavs pretty quickly here. I, I love a physical series. I mean, you get brawls in baseball, nobody's going to say anything. You get fights in hockey multiple times. You you get these big-ass hits in football. But but damn, if somebody gives a little bit of cheap shot in basketball and then they're they're a poor sport or whatever the hell they want to call them. It's just funny to me. And and hockey, they're five foot nine to six foot. In basketball, they're six foot eight. Oh, he's soft. Plus he's soft. <laughs> it's funny how that works out, isn't it? Isn't it? All right, Daniel, any final thoughts, my friend? Uh, no, man. Go Suns. Um, excited, dude. I'm excited, too. You know who else would be excited? Paul. He would just Paul. be looking forward to the next game. I know that. Get well. Get well. I was going to say get better, get and I oil. said get well. Get get Weber. Get wetter. Get wetter. Oh, get God. better soon, Please buddy. Get better Easy. soon, buddy. It's not we miss you. Easy. We miss you. <laughs> I have a joke in there that relates to me going to Dallas and what have you, if I were to do that and I won't go, go anyway, go, gentlemen, go, go visit grandma, go visit grandma. All right, boys. Hey, Evan, thank you so much kids. for go. <laughs> exactly. Love your family. Let's steal every ahoy hoy. Right. What else do we have? What, what else fuck? do we steal from someone? Oh, it's Espo. Damn. Jesus. Christ. I know it's Espo, but don't do that. Why? Because it sounds weird as coming from you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. My bad. Uh, it's true. I am not. Um, anyway. But no, dude, seriously, thank you for coming on. Last minute, short notice. We appreciate you, especially since you're traveling. It's late over there in Dallas. I know you got stuff to do tomorrow. So, again, thank you very much. You can, of course, find me on Twitter. I'm a Daniel. 
uh, at Dan Duarte one, and don't forget to follow at Buffalo Trace, the unofficial sponsor of Bang the Flames. Of course, and then Evan, if you want to throw it out one more time before we sign off here, feel free. At Coach Evan B at He's on Fire Pod. And you can find our recently absent podcasting partner, Paul, on Twitter at Dervish of World. And, of course, the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. And we appreciate y'all listening. Go Suns. And depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Fuck yeah. Those late night drives that we used to take